0: Welcome back to The Foil Project. Today we've got Josh from ElectroNautic on and um, we'll be talking everything, everything, foil boats.
1: Foil boats, yeah, it's a bit of a different topic for us. Normally we're talking about foil boards, but today it's very exciting. We're getting to talk to a startup company. So thanks for coming on, Josh.
2: Yeah, no, pleasure to be here.
1: Do you want to just give your most basic rundown of what ElectroNautic is and then we'll go from there?
2: Yeah, so ElectroNautic, we're, uh, I guess, a local Western Australian uh, electric hydrofoil boat company i guess so we're a tech company at our core who produces uh electric boats propulsion systems to support you know that greener feature but in an exciting fun way
0: Like your general concepts, where it all started?
2: Yeah, so I guess our very first prototype um, was kind of engaged with the University of Western Australia. That was a, they approached one of our pre spin off companies, Electro Aero, to develop a a personal hydrofoil electric jet ski (laughs) type vehicle. So in that project, we, you know, had some engagement from students where we took the, I guess, an old jet ski platform, and we, you know, cut off the bottom, removed the engine, and installed a, a foil system. So that was a, a really interesting one because it was, you know, the world's first, I guess, hydrofoil electric jet ski that was auto-stabilized. So it meant that the user didn't really have to do anything. It was all done for him. And yeah. Yeah, that was our first one. And ever since then, we've, you know, progressed over the last four years very much casually into different prototypes till we've got to our current boat, which is the Wayflyer. Flyer.
0: So, well, you started with a jet ski, pretty much with a foil attached to the bottom of it. Yeah. Did you, what were the first issues did you come across? You know? Yeah,
2: so I guess for us that that sort of first project, we started to realise that you couldn't really have a vessel that had a wide speed range if you had any fixed foils on there because at that point you're you're having to control all of the movements through, you know, control surfaces like a plane where, you know, we had our, the front foil was just a large fixed simple foil so it meant you know we'd have a great early takeoff speed but it meant as soon as we wanted to go faster we had too much lift and you know we couldn't have you know a fast boat and a slow boat you know is that something that you've kind of managed to fix in any way or is it yeah so i guess we've solved it by going through about i'd say about six different iterations of foil systems um We've ended up with the wave drive system, which is a really unique take on what everyone else seems to be doing in this industry because we've got, I guess, fully fly-by-wire, meaning that the whole thing is controlled by an electronic stability control system. We've taken our front foils, we split them in a flat foil, and in the back we've got, our, I guess, a unique A-tail, which is kind of like a, a fighter jet where you've got, you know, like a rudder and an elevator mixed. You've yeah, got mm-hmm. the V, yeah, and mm-hmm. planes have the, that. We kind of mixed those two together and, you know, created this really agile, really manoeuvrable and controllable system mixed up with the two motors. Means, you know, we've got the ability to turn on the spot when we're at low speeds. We've also got that ability to do crazy banking angles. Like, you know, we haven't even found the limits of how much we can bank and can manoeuvre. Yeah. We're still pushing that limit, which is exciting. But I guess our wave drive system that we have now, which is, you know, protected and really unique, it's, it's pretty awesome in terms of its fundamentals because... Everyone seems to be producing, you know, systems that are looking at, you know, what has been done before. And we said, no, we have to be different by doing things in a unique way. And we've come out on the other end of it with a an amazing system that is yeah. you know, unlike any other.
1: How does your system actually balance, like, forwards and backwards? What's what's it doing
2: underneath the boat? To Those are balance. secrets. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I guess, yeah there's, there's mostly magic, but, you know, we've got... Magic um you know a height sensor at the front which is yeah. kind of dictating how far we have the water and we're moving those control surfaces in ways to keep it stable you know through turns and maneuvers yeah and you know that in chop like you know as soon as water starts to get really really rough most systems that are quite passive so you know like I use the analogy of like you know a giant high aspect wing mm-hmm. it's gonna you know it's hyper efficient but it reacts with the waves a lot more produces a lot of lift we've got this system that's unstable so it means as the water gets worse we can react to it really quickly without reacting with it if that makes any sense so you know we didn't want to be stable normally because we said we've got this you know crazily amazing stability system we may as well make something unstable and then once we stabilise it you know we've got high manoeuvrability and the ability to move through really rough and interesting conditions and you know as we proved the other day onto waves yeah (laughs) awesome awesome.
0: well um with that, you also had to look at, I assume, weight and then obviously you go into materials like I assume you used a lot of titanium
2: and yeah. aluminium for the lighter lighter sort of thing. Surprisingly, we have designed the wave drive to be quite mass producible. So the whole thing, you know, is aluminium. It's There's no fancy materials. We haven't got any crazy composites. We've got very robust and inexpensive materials in there. And in an mm. attempt to make it a system that is, you know, gets cheaper in, in volume, you know, it's a system that isn't, you know going to be you know unpredictable we can you know produce a foil section that's very reliable robust and simple and it means you know when people buy these things they can service it themselves they're very you know able to do their own sort of maintenance on the vessel it's not you know going to be a specialist that is required for everything we want to make something that you can live with Mm. so we decided to you know give ourselves the harder task of creating something using simpler materials so steering away from composites which works amazing. But in our case, we were like, we want a boat that everybody can get in the long term. So our system had to start with, you know, design for mass production. And that's what we've sort of maintained through this whole process is making sure our principles stay at the ability to make, you know, a sustainable one as well. Because, you know, I is very recyclable. So yeah. most of our materials in there are an attempt to be a sustainable company at the same time as being high performance. Yep. So it's a, it's a very delicate balance. And, you know, we've kind of matched that. Well, matching it and trying to make it better and better
0: it's all electric you've yeah. got twin propulsion and what so it's I assume lithium battery
2: yeah so we're actually you know we're not a company that's building batteries we're building you know in a, a propulsion system which means that as these individual components get better our system gets better which is yeah. you know and right now as is with the current batteries we've chosen you know we're sitting at about hundred kilometers of range with a wow. boat that's you know yeah. 2.8 meters runs for about four and a half hours Yeah eight knot takeoff which you know a lot of the foil systems have a very narrow speed range yeah we've been able to widen that speed range through our system meaning that we can take off you know eight knots go probably up just over 20 knots and you Mm. know that's that's pretty fast for a 2.8 meter boat anything (laughs) beyond that you know it's a different boat but right now that's the speed range and sort of market that we identified as you know being the most fun and most energy efficient
1: could we just backtrack a little yeah, bit no, and just kind of um <laughs> but it'd be nice to sort of get like a bit of a story going like yeah. a progression of how like what happened so if you could maybe just kind of walk it through how you've got to this point yeah. a bit chronologically maybe
2: if 100%. that's yeah cool no, no no so we started the first project back in 2018 2019 that was our concept with EWA so yeah in partnership um after that we we A lot of us have been working, you know, full-time on on other jobs and projects, so in our part-time we've been developing, um, we had a, a P1, which was our prototype one, then we had two, three, and the boat, which you saw in the video, was our alpha demonstrator, which was representation of the final form. So, during that process, we've been, you know, working to build, you know, in other companies building electric planes We've guys who are working on, you know, amazing projects all over the world, and... We've sort of taken that first concept, improved the propulsion system over and over and over, till we got to that final form. And probably as of middle of next year, we all collectively decided our co-founders and I, Josh, Michael, and Richard. Yeah, we decided to take this on, you know, more full time. So Michael and I, you know, set up our office, which was actually an old shoe shop. Yeah. Um, yeah, we spent about six weeks, you know, polishing it up, making it a bit more techie, getting the grease and mold out of there, yeah. and you know, we've got. Ended up with a great little workshop and since then kind of been building that team and we really started building this boat, the final one that most people have seen in the video, probably November last year. And so that's pretty much from drawing board to, you know, surfing and testing in April, April. So, you know, six months we managed to take a boat from this little concept here, which is, you know, tiny little thing yeah, to, you know, the boat you see two people surfing in the waves.
0: Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Like if you would hit something, let's say and and they would would
2: would it like you know are we thinking like it's gonna break, or is it yeah pretty it, pretty sound it i mean that it just depends on like you know how fast you're going, what are you hitting um <laughs> you know if you do hit something, you know something will inevitably break, and we've kind of designed um our system to kind of you know break in a way that is repairable, you know everything oh, yeah. that's in the water is is inexpensive enough that if you do have a failure. It's not a ride off with the boat, you know, you may damage one component, but most of them may be fine. So yeah. very much leading back into that serviceability and, you know, manu- manufacturability, we've tried to make sure that if something does break and fail, it can be replaced. It's it's that, it should be a, not a pain to live with. It should be something that, you know, you're like, you know, obviously avoid hitting anything at all costs. Yeah. yeah. In the unlikely event you do, you might break it and, you know, we will have the ability to help you fix it. and. You know, we'll hopefully have you know people locally in your regions to solve those problems for you because we don't yeah. want to have to you know be everywhere all the time. We want to try and work with local teams. One
1: of the first questions that I reckon most people have when they look at it yeah. is they might initially go, "How does this? How are we actually able to drive it in flat water?" Yeah. So I think you guys have a pretty simple solution to that. How does that? Yeah, work? it's not
2: really on here, but um, our system fully retracts, and we've yeah. got a little step at the start of the hull, which is our lowest point. So. When the system's fully retracted, you can trailer it. So you drive straight onto a trailer and you can beach it. So the system pulls up onto the beach and it it's totally fine. And you yeah. can uh, draft is probably around 300 mil when yep. it's fully mm. retracted in the water. Oh, yeah. So it's, you know, if you're going to bump anything, you're not going to hurt anyone or anything when you're retracted. And then do you just click
1: a button and the foil start
2: coming down? Is that how it... <laughs> it's pretty magical. So <laughs> yeah, that's what's going in the boat right now. We're putting in a foil uh, retract system that is yeah electromechanically sort of designed and it's meant to be a button click and you're good to go and then what'll happen is you've got another method of taking off which is another button you click that button when you're ready takes off but it won't take off if it doesn't think that everything's all good so the system's checking itself continually you know many times a second yeah and we're trying to make sure that you know we're monitoring every part of the craft so that you know Any decision or any place or any state the boat is in, it's always as safe as possible. And if it isn't, you'll be told and it'll automatically try and help you avoid any situations.
1: Would that be like if you tried to drop the things down and you were in too shallow water or something? It would send out a. It
2: would just, you know, if it was too shallow and like it didn't know that, it would probably touch the bottom, which is absolutely fine. Um, It would just stop. It would probably stall a motor. So the retract motors, you know, might stall and just say, hey, I can't go anywhere. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we'll say, go back up, and then you just do it
0: again. Well, so it sounds like that. It's the boat's been pretty well thought out. Can you tell us a bit
2: about the team that's helped develop the whole yeah. thing? Yeah. Yeah, no, no, no. So we've got very diverse background on our team, kind of mostly a very engineering-heavy sort of team because we're trying to solve very complex problems. But we've got, you know, family members and people we know that are very re- well-regarded in, in multiple industries, that in boating, maritime, foiling. So we've had a lot of input by our team was co-founded by myself, so I'm Head of Development. I've got our CTO, Michael, Dr. Mm-hmm. Andrew Arthur. He's our kind of technical leader on the whole thing. He's kind of the, the genius behind a lot of our fundamental designs. Yeah. And he's – him and I have been trying to, you know, guide this process of building this boat, and we've got Joshua Portlock. He's um, an innovator well-known throughout Western Australia, building drones, starting venture capital building airplanes and chargers he's you know an amazing brain to to play with because he's you know we're so thought out in this electrical vehicle space and he's helped us with his drone fundamentals as well trying you know figure out the fundamentals of this boat. then we've got richard who's been you know an amazing i guess president who's been financially helping us governance wise and since then we've built a great team we've got one of our, first, our first full-time employee was owen kilbridge he's a new graduate out of the University of Sydney. He's yeah. um, studied aeronautical engineering and he's just been brilliant. We actually hired him under the pretense he didn't have a mullet in the interview, but when he rocked up, he had a mullet. So <laughs> took an extra point for the team when he came in. He's <laughs> been great to have. And yeah, yeah, we've got some great electrical guys that have just been designing these custom circuit boards and you know mm. everything to make what we have today. We've got Halashan, Marcus, Shami. It's just a great team. And Dave, our VP of Sales, has been know, brilliant and instrumental to our public facing stuff and dealing with customers mm. so we've got and yeah there's a huge number of people on the team and they're all just fundamentally necessary people because in a small company with you know so many things to solve we've got to have people that are good at multiple things no one person can be just good at one task we kind of have to be a, a Swiss army knife you know a multi-tool officer yeah and stuff because mm. we've got so many unique problems that we all got to help each other with and you know Limited resources, but now we're, we've got that momentum, and we, you know, we're growing, and we're, you know, we've achieved amazing things, and you know, we're continuing to do amazing things. So it's a, a great team, and couldn't be like more excited to see where we're going. Really, no, for sure. I was reading somewhere that
0: the with it's remote, you can remotely control it, and there's also the geo fence, fencing
2: feature. Yeah. I think that follows with that. Yeah. So I, I wouldn't say we're allowing remote control capability, but it's built our our entire system is actually built with autonomy in the background so technically our, our depending on the application you know we could develop this into a fully autonomous platform so mm. we've got a lot of really interesting stuff behind the scenes to allow us to you know keep this boat aware of its situation go places you know where it needs to go um we've also got the geofencing feature which is mm very interesting so we've got a lot of interest from commercial operators so people that want to rent these out you know do little ecotourism sort of fleets and you know highlands and hotels so they want to have that peace of mind that if they've got you know a known area of safety and they want their guests to stay there or the users we can actually create this like artificial fence so Mm. they can predefine it where the vehicle if it starts to you know head towards that area or enters that area Mm. we can respond to that by like you know pulling it off the foils stopping it or warning them so you know when people, you know, are in areas that are known and they're told to stay in places, mm. the vehicle's going to stop them. It, mm. It's it's fundamental to keeping people safe and other users because you just want to make sure that you stay in control. And we help people stay in control by providing this really interesting back-end software to the thing.
1: Yeah. Right. I've kind of got a bit of a different question yeah. now. It's like, so obviously you've driven the boat. We've mm-hmm. seen you in the videos yeah. of flying. If you were going to tell someone to close their eyes and imagine what it's like to be in your boat, how would you describe it to someone?
2: It's like hopping in a... It's, it's, it's a plane. Bit of a, It's like hopping in a plane because all of a sudden you rise off the water. Yeah. You've got all the fundamentals of... it It's very much like a plane. Like, that whole aspect of a boat gets removed because you've got none of the the coupling with the water. You're not feeling the slapping or anything. You just hear some wake off the mast. Like, it's yeah. like nothing. Like, it's p- pure silence, but you're able to bank so you're able to do these crazy maneuvers forward pitching banking it's 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 like getting access to an inexpensive fighter jet really yeah. It's a nice <laughs> thrilling small fighter jet really that's yeah. how i'd best describe it it's got when you want it to be it's you know as smooth and controlled as can be going cruising and when you want it to be you know you're able to go into way would well, don't recommend it but you, you, it's it's stable enough to you know, go into swell waves and really take on that aggressive feeling but yeah it's it's no longer a boat at that point it's just you know it's a boat when it's on the water and after that it's just a really low-lying plane
0: yeah cool well i've got another question um then <laughs> um some people are calling you the next elon musk <laughs> <laughs> have you got any comments on
2: that? <laughs> <laughs> no <laughs> no right. we're, we're, i guess our team in general i mean i've always chosen to do projects that weren't quite well known in fields that weren't quite developed, and you know Mm. they were interesting enough because I could talk about them because no one else was talking about them. So I I always chose things that no one really knew enough about because you know the more I figured it out, the better it was. And you know over the course of I'd say it's about ten years since I built my first EV. So I built crazy high power electric bike when I was in high school, all the frame up to the batteries, all included. Mm. Since then I've tried you know every vehicle and. It's just been always doing projects that aren't quite, you know, popular. Like when I did electric bikes, no one was really doing them. You know, it wasn't a thing you'd see commuting to the city. It yeah. was just, you know, so surreal. So I did that and then, you know, I got bored of that. Then I moved on to planes and I moved on to all these vehicles till I got to this. And it's just been always trying to be, you know, in, I guess, the front end of, of innovation because it's so fun because, you yeah. know, it's, it's like a kidney candy shop. You know, no one's told you what you have to do. You're kind of figuring it out and defining it because no one's got the data or the research to back it up. You are
0: primary source. You, yeah. You, <laughs> you, and, you know,
2: you know, sometimes you, you're figuring out some of the, some crazy problems. Most of them solved, you know, at your hardware store, but yeah, 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 overall it's, it's just a process of just going in like a kid almost like, mm. you know, learning stuff, trying this, trying that, and then just piecing it together in a way that hasn't been done before because you're not told how to do it. You kind of just have to do it. Yeah. yeah.
1: Who do you think that the wave is for? Who's gonna be using this boat?
2: I guess the wave flight, the Volare, which so, is the, the very first boat we've mm. we've thrown out. So that's kind of got a, a small form factor where our biggest demand probably is, you know, you know, the high end, you know, early adopters, so people that, you know, are the first to, to hop into a new technology. You've got a lot of commercial rental fleets, um, you know, operators, you know, mm. we've got some great people you know down south that want to do it we've got mm. people locally in Perth that want to do it and then we've got a lot of interest overseas um, uh, a lot of interest from I could say people you know probably who have
0: at the moment you believe it's a luxury item type thing but do you want that to change so mm. it's for like the everyday man or yeah
2: I wouldn't say it's, it's quite a luxury item but we're we're kind of starting off the process of building this trying to make you know a really top tier item and then yeah. working you know our way down to try and make this a technology for the masses yeah we're trying to attempt something that you know is exciting looks cool Mm. that performs great goes far and you know that gives us that initial you know platform to then create things for all types of markets it's just yeah it's just the first representation of many awesome ideas going forward and you know boats like we don't care what we put on top we're kind of trying to be a system that you know works for every every sort of category
1: yeah just with that i've actually when you talk about the propulsion system Mm -hmm. is that just the like the motor that you're talking about or the entire thing that sits underneath the boat
2: everything below the hull yeah yeah, okay that's kind of and and parts of the whole but we our propulsion system is yeah pretty much that whole everything that requires you to foil and do all the stability so yeah cool it's a a package yeah
0: very nice so um recently um on, on instagram i know you've just blown up three million that's happened earlier today i think
2: yeah no we've um it was, yeah we always thought it was you know we had all the right ingredients you know we've done something super crazy super interesting you know we've kind of been okay with our, our marketing's gotten better but we've blown up yeah very recently because i think we've you know finally got uh, a video that suited the format of what everyone's using today so mm. you know have an amazing youtube video up at the moment of us you know cruising around the beautiful waters of rottenness, surfing waves. But because I think most people are, you know, on their phones, we got to be, uh, it's a bit closer and people are just absolutely blown away. They can't explain it. Mm. They're trying to, um, yeah, it's, it's blown, blown up beyond proportion. And, you know, we're growing at hundreds of followers, thousands of followers a day. And, you know, it, the momentum's, you know, re- it's really good to see. And we're getting a lot of positive feedback and interest and inquisitivity because, you know, People don't see us as a large boat that they've seen before, you know. Mm. That's been done. There's a lot of people and we're not near foil. There's there's a lot of people that are doing that. We're just, you know, we've all of a sudden we've got all the elegance and comfort of a boat, but like really small and close to, you know, a foil board. Like we're we're just that yeah. like middle ground where it's exciting. You don't have to have a skill to fly this, you know. It flies you. You just point in the direction you want. Like it's <laughs> Yeah. To the point where yeah, it's it'll I, I would say that it's probably one of the easiest vehicles I've ever driven, and I've gotten that feedback where <laughs> you everything's taken out of the equation for you if you want it, but as well, you're able to add more features to your experience by like pitching down the craft and doing all this crazy control. But yeah, we've mm. automated it to the point where you can sit back and cruise, or you can you know try and become the next Top Gun. Yeah, yeah. cool, yeah. <laughs> awesome. Well, I'm now sort of looking more at the designers,
0: including mm. yourself. Yep. Like we're pretty a foil based um, yeah. podcast, so. Have you done much foiling yourself?
2: Yeah, No, no. So I've been, uh, I guess I started kite surfing. um, Done it for over 14 years now. Mm. Love it. So I've I've got into kite foiling a lot and I've helped a lot of people work on kite foiling related projects and my brother's obsessed with foiling in general. (laughs) Yeah. But yeah, I'm very much a sort of ocean sort of orientated person and this is just a really nice way to enjoy it in a different way. And yeah. yeah, we've I've been I built little foils, camouflage ones. You know, I've always been one of those, build it out of plywood, everything in your garage you could imagine. So I've, yeah. I've always done that, and this is kind of just that next step up of a challenge. Very cool.
0: Um, with like your earlier prototypes and stuff like that, um, issues you ran into like we find breaching like on our our type of foils, yeah. and obviously mm-hmm. E foils do it as well. Yeah. Did you find issues with like breaching or um, bottoming out or anything like that?
2: Yeah. So I guess. The first one was probably probably the only one that's really breached since that very first design because the front wing was flat, the back was flat. Mm, yeah. So, you know, your motors would breach at the same time as your front foil. So, you know, that was all on, on one. Whereas our new foil have done something with that little A at the back. The, the interesting thing is that's the highest point. Yeah. The best thing is if that does manage to breach is we actually lose lift at the back, which means you, you, you fold down like that. So it's like a graceful... You know, yeah, landing—it's yeah. not a forward landing for us. It's a—it's like you, you just get pushed into your chair, and you just—it right. it recovers most of the time. But in the odd chance you don't, yeah, it's a, it's a really nice way to, to come off the foil. Cool. <laughs> the, the front foil never really breaches in, in most conditions, but yeah, that back one is the first to breach, which is the best sort of breach because it's—it's your back. It one. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So is that why you've kept the front foil flat and then the yeah. front back so foil kind of y- as it is? Yes
2: and no, because yeah. the front one is to to make to make as much lift as possible. Yeah. The back is to give us. Um control like a rudder and a, mm-hmm. a bunch of things so it's it's meant to mix things together, so yeah, yeah we're just trying to be as simple as possible with our shapes um, and our materials um you know just using tubes along the side we've got no wingtips if you haven't noticed as well that's you know quite unique in the industry yeah. um, that choice you know based on that is to actually reduce the size of the, of the foil system mm. and it also means that we don't need to actually have you know in wingtips you've got to bleed off a lot of that inefficiency. Mm. So if we put the, you know, the tubes on the side, we cap them essentially, so it's like the foils, you know, very efficient across its span. So our yeah, okay. efficiency for a given wing span is that much higher than any wing that is, you know, it's almost a wing 1.5 times bigger is is the same efficiency as our one. Wow. Yeah. Well, wow, yeah. So by doing that, yeah, it's it's a really effective way for us to, you know, make something lift a lot of weight and mm. you know, give us a lot of performance.
0: Yeah. So um, recently, you've taken taken the wave flyer out to um, waves, yeah, and started been cruising on some right waves. Had that? Had that turn out?
2: Yeah. So we kind of just went to Front List for a, a really nice video shoot, and we saw some great rolling waves, which came into sand track, not sand tracks, transit, transit, transit. Yeah, yeah, transit, yeah. Um, and we're like, you know, let's just do it. Like, you know, we have all the right ingredients, systems working great. And yeah, I took my friend Beck and I and we just, she, she grabbed a glass of Prosecco and we just surfed wave after wave after wave. And <laughs> yeah. it's pretty surreal. And just the, I think, you know, minus going on the wave, which is, you know, already an epic feeling, but to be able to punch back through them and, you know, you're watching some of those videos where, you know, we're not trying to, to go over the wave because we know, you know, those lower waves, we'd rather it come and tap the bottom of the hull. So we're like... We just continue going through yeah. it instead of trying to react really quickly to that yeah. big jump up. Because if you try and react up, you'll you'll fall out the back of the wave. Mm. So we said, you know, just just punch it and it's working really well. Nice. Yes.
1: One thing I was going to say with that is do you have, as the driver, any control of the height? Yes. How, yeah. So
2: you can and you do have that option, but you can also get rid of that option. So we we're, okay. were thinking about, we haven't named yet, but Mike and guys said Top Gun mode. So yeah. Kind of just yeah. <laughs> when you want to be in a more agile, sporty mode, it's quite surreal to be able to control the pitch of a boat. That's yeah, okay. No, no, one's ever, no one ever gets to do that. You just get to drive left and right and faster, slower. Yeah. So yeah. So you've got um, left and right are your are your turns. So yeah. the, the actual coordination of that turn is all automatic. So you're just choosing left or right, and that it's a little joystick that yeah, you're just, using. Just little joysticks. You've got a switch on the front to make sure you're actually there on the boat. So mm. if you fall out, it's quite safe. We've also got a. Um, Kill switch as well, so you know yeah. very much safety minded, and, and uh, just do little buttons at the top to you know play with your speed or take off, and you know trying to play with that variation. But yeah, it's pitching up and down is quite fun. So you know you pitch down into the wave and cat go into it, or you know you just play around. It's it's mm. you just got another thing to do. Yeah, that's pretty <laughs> great. The other
1: thing I was going to say with that is when watching the videos, you're when you're up and going, you're moving pretty fast, yep. but at the same time, it's only a six horsepower boat. Is that yep.
2: correct? So our continuous cruise um it's about just six horsepower or less just around yeah. that so that's kind of where we're doing our stuff because you know we've got that amazing efficiency under there we're yeah able to you know take off and cruise you know around that 12 to 15 knot range we're taking off at eight knots but our most efficient cruise is you know at 12-ish knots and yeah that, you know it's that 100 kilometer sort of territory and it's, it's quite fun mm-hmm. well looking to the future
0: um do you, where do you see the well, company, where do you see yourself going from from
2: here or yeah, you guys going from here? Yeah. So we're kind of writing that, you know, kind of figuring that out as we go. well, we've got that vision of, of becoming a tech company long-term. Mm-hmm. That's kind of our ultimate goal. There's a really good analogy in the car world that we like to use. It's not a Tesla analogy, which everyone seems to use, mm. but we've had a really good sort of synergy with Remac. It's a hypercar company. So they've yeah. got mm-hmm. a very good vehicle, but they're a tech company at their core. They develop amazing products in the back end and then they support everybody to make an amazing technology in every form. Yeah. Yeah. That's where I think we see ourselves long term is trying to be more than just building the boats. Boats. So the boat, the boats are really amazing representation of our technology, but long term, it's that whole, you know, innovation because we're a very small agile lean team. We can innovate on the spot. We can change ideas, we can have stuff on the boat within an hour or two if it's a new idea or a problem, you know we just have to be quick and lean and it's exhausting but it's it's so much fun to be able to do things which should take weeks and do them in hours If mm. you, you know, it, yeah so yeah, it wow. so could go anywhere <laughs> yeah, so yeah, sky's the limit and we're sort of trying to take the process as it comes and you know, make sure we deliver what we say and make sure we build technology that excites and continues to Push the boundaries of what is possible in this sort of realm.
1: So, I think I'd be kidding myself if I didn't ask this: Is it possible to tow foil behind this boat? It is. Wow. We've, <laughs> we've, uh, we've,
2: so we haven't quite gone out there in the waves yet with it, but yeah. we went down to Deepwater Point the other day, and we've yeah already been towing my brother and a, another person, and yeah got up on the foil, towed foil with foil, and that was quite fun. Wow. wow. Very
1: cool. Can we give it a shot? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah.
2: No, we'll,
0: we'll yeah. Get it done. Awesome. Well, we'll have to get some of those clips as well. Yeah. Have you tried it yourself?
1: Is that, or you were mm, the driver?
2: No, I was on the drone. So, oh, okay. I yeah, yeah. So, I, I try and get some cool shots. But, yeah, yeah. I had um, Dave, uh, Dave, our sales guy, he was driving the boat. Yeah. And yeah. Nice. It was pretty cool. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Was there three different models or something of the same boat? Yeah. So, we've got um, two models, that two models two, right now. Two, yeah. So, that's the three and four and a half hour sort of version. So we're, yeah setting up pre-orders at the moment so you know that that kind of reservation sort of interest in the boat we're currently offering Mm. um yeah so we've got that those two variations going at the moment and we're sort of seeing you know what's most popular the market and you know gathering that interest Mm. as we go but no it's a lot of a lot of people really you know really want this and we're we're trying to sort of you know now figure out that scale up plan and you know Mm.
1: Following on from that, well, how did it feel the first time that you did it? Was it a bit like you were sitting there, and then it was kind of like whoa? And
2: yeah, because <laughs> you know, foiling, you kind of like you know you're going up, you know you're going yeah, yeah, This yeah. thing's just like boom, done, up. And the when we've got it, you know, to the point where it's pretty much all automated, with the takeoffs automated, it's all flying. You just choose your direction. Once we've got that, that was. I just I was thinking like, what do I do in? Like my job's done. Like I, I can just relax and enjoy this, and you know, go mm-hmm. for a cruise, go enjoy. And it's it's. You just want to go all day. Yeah, yeah. And thankfully, with the battery, we can go all day. I mean, four and a half hours, just over four hours, that's yeah, that's a pretty long day in the boat. I mean, it <laughs> yeah. looks
1: like if you're getting 100 plus k's, you could go to Roto and back like a couple times yeah, in one I'm, day if I'm, you wanted.
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean, like if, you, if I look at it like if I was to, I guess, wanted to be in the boat for eight hours, you know, I wake up at eight, I go foiling till 12, charge it for an hour or less, and I'm good till 5 p.m. So
1: it charges in under an hour.
2: Yeah, or under what? an hour. So we've got because uh, once we're on the foil, we're using such little electricity, we can actually go you know that much further. And then when we recharge the batteries, yeah, we're charging them in under an hour. So you know mm. it's not one of those things where you you know you're four hours there, four hours charging. It's not by the time you sorted out, got your sunscreen on, and had a lunch, you're good to go again. It's quite a great utilization rate, which mm. most electric vehicles don't have. Yeah, you know they're charging for longer than they have being used, or the other way around. Which mm. is really cool. That is that would, is pretty amazing. Would
0: you look to would you look at sort of maybe not too solar or something like that to charge while you're using that little electricity?
2: Yeah, so now we've explored, you know, options where people can actually I'd say on the boat is mm. probably a limited surface area, so you wouldn't be able to get a lot of charging time. But you mm. know, there could be the option to have, you know, some bit of a top up. Um, but in terms of like charging, you know, we we don't need a lot, so you're you're local your Solar panels at home would be more than enough. You know, mm. people are going to start using containerized batteries. You know, local communities, maybe docks start having solar, and then we're pretty well sorted. But yeah, we don't really have enough real estate quite on this little boat to mm. stick enough solar mm. to make it truly worth it. But it's always possible.
1: Yeah. This is probably a little bit more big picture, and I know you've talked a lot about how this boat is kind of niche because it's so small, it's mm. like a little jet ski. But do you think it? In, do you think we're moving towards like a future where? a lot of our boats will begin to become foiling boats like uh, maybe like ferries and things like that
2: yeah so no there's there's a lot of um, companies starting to look at electric foiling ferries um, yeah definitely a, a need for them because um, you know you can go fast in areas we and produce no wake that's probably the biggest thing you know which you guys know about foiling is yeah, yeah. that the, your impact to the environment around you is, is nearly you know nothing, nothing like yeah. you, you can exist you produce the minimal amount of wake the minimal amount of noise Um, that'll allow people to actually transit through places that you have to go slow because you're producing too much disturbance to that local environment. So, yeah, I do see there being more foiling ferries. And, like, you know, it's not going to solve every problem. You're probably not going to see foiling giant cargo ships. Mm -hmm. But you're going to see a lot of those, you know, where time is important and distance and speed. That's where foiling is going to be really important in that transition.
0: Mm. We're already seeing, Oh, we've been seeing it for couple of years now but like yachts and everything like that they get to crazy speeds we saw it do you see that was the unit sent it that crazy um the, video of someone wakeboarding behind one of those for oh, the america's cup, yeah, the yeah, america's yeah, cup yeah, yeah,
2: yeah and then i saw that that was um that was pretty sketchy looking yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: that was pretty crazy no.
0: like you don't get a gauge of how quick they're actually going until oh they're
2: fast because yeah. i actually worked for a while at sail gp yeah those guys do oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. race and you get on the water and you get past those boats they very loud they have that really intense whining noise from the foils that mm-hmm. sort of i think it's ventilation on the mass but it's just they are going you know in fifth, almost under 20 knots of wind they're going you know 100 40. kilometers an hour yeah wow it's ridiculous and i mean the, the way they're pushing technology in that realm is, is really <coughs> exciting yeah and you know the america scott guys are coming around but yeah those that whole racing sector is just it's amazing to see like how much faster you can go mm. than the wind yeah
1: I was gonna. This is probably something you thought about heaps, but you know, in the race, the those sail GP boats, they've got kind of like the curved, yep. the curved foil at the front. Was there any reason why you didn't opt for something similar in this, or yeah, what's
2: the choice? So that's pa- that? that's a passive system. So that whole foil relies on the fact that as they start to gain more speed, um, they start to lose more lift as they race out of the yep. water, and they can change the angle of attack. So they don't really want to use a too much of an active stability control system. When you say
1: active, that would be like a little motor changing yeah, a change. Or changing angle, yeah, changing
2: angle. Like all your control surfaces, your angles of attack. You want to be able to keep that thing really stable because they're yeah. operating in you know pretty nice waters and you know they just want to go fast and have the minimal amount of surface area in the water and that's probably why they've chosen to do that. The America's Cup's, you know, that's what they had on their last version of the America's Cup but it was similar to the GP guys. Yeah, they yeah. Then got the America's Cup going for those really cool Arms that are sticking out with the little yeah, control yeah, surfaces; yeah. those are those are actively controlled. So those ones are a step up. So they're similar to what we do in a sense. They, okay, they have to have control surfaces and all that stuff. Awesome.
0: What's been the response of of like the general public? Are you getting a lot of crazy, you know, people asking crazy questions? And
2: yeah, no, you know? we've had an amazingly overall positive response to this. And yeah, you know, like any other foiling company, we always get asked some very interesting questions. You know. What happens if you hit a whale? Or you know, <laughs> yeah. you're, you're getting a lot of you know really ambiguous questions that you know are very unlikely to happen, and we we try and avoid. You know, we it just the answer is pretty simple: just try not to hit a whale. I mean, I don't yeah. know how you <laughs> we'll end up in that situation. I yeah. mean, yeah, we're like any other boat. If any boat, you know, it's a whale. It's not a great. It's not, it's not a good day for anybody. Yeah. So we we you try and you stay off because mm. most of those most of it's positive, and we love answering everyone's sort of stuff and making them excited and explaining stuff that isn't quite clear to them you know, yeah how fast does it go what does it do what's the magic underneath the water we're very much about trying to engage that positive you know i guess childlike what is this We don't yeah, know what yeah. it is so we're yeah we're re- really like overall amazing response and you know we're just trying to i guess deal with that giant influx of interest and in people and you know we're trying to sort through it and you know in parallel while still building you know this mm. boat towards production and yeah we're we're really you know doing a lot right now and it's 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 really fun to to be able to get that real-time feedback and that real big reinforcement that what we're doing is right because mm. you know watching this huge interest because for a long time we just did it because it was a mate we loved it and you know we knew it was cool and to finally get that one 12 second video i know four years goes down to a 12 seconds then it goes off yeah yeah but it just it takes off from there and just to watch it sort of like the world see it and it's pretty exciting and, and to just let it continue is just it's fun it's so much fun to, <laughs> yeah. to watch how excited people are for what we're doing because we're excited to share it with the world yeah yeah that's amazing
0: like manufacturing is it all Australian or is it yeah are you going now overseas to get to when you're going for like you know how you're saying you want sort of like you make it's all out of aluminium so it's quite easy to
2: you know pump them out quickly so we've got distributed manufacturing so it's very important to us that are able to produce this you know in as many places as possible because I guess looking at like one example is like you know if you're shipping batteries from you know China to Australia then to your you know mm. a manufacturer to the actual person you know your mm. carbon footprint in terms of delivery of all these items is quite high so we're trying to look for you know producing a lot of as much as we can in Australia but you know where it does make sense trying to produce some things locally in those countries to try and tackle regions so that's, mm. oh, yeah, that's yeah. the plan we're sort of working on at the moment but yeah we really are excited about you know trying to lower our carbon footprint and you know be as efficient as possible with our supply chains and you know make sure we do things right and Mm. don't lock ourselves into the wrong you know contracts or yeah we're we're very much about trying to look at it take it with a really strong approach Mm. and do it right once don't yeah don't make any mistakes that hurt us in the long run
1: so throughout this journey that you've been on what's kind of has there been any times where it's like been a real struggle to keep working on it or is it have you loved it so much that it's just been kind of like a passion project the whole time
2: passion project i'd say yeah yeah <laughs> yeah no it's it's been one of those things because it's you're always trying to make it better so it's it's never done in a good way like we're always put with perfectionists mm. in, a, in a good way so yeah there's been some points where it's you know you're, you're trying to make do with very little you know you've got very tight deadlines or you know you don't know what's good what 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 is next but Mm. it's been a really you know progressively positive journey and with some great support from people in different industries it's just that whole you know working together with you know people is is very important for us and working with other teams and other companies that's where we see us having a strong connection you know we we're we're humble enough to to want to work with people and you know develop amazing technology because you know you can't do everything on your own yeah, have for to sure. sure. And everyone, you don't want to have to repeat what everyone knows. Yeah. Yeah. Industry moves a lot faster than a lot of traditional institution, institutions. Like, industry just moves by the week, by the month. It used to be decades. Now it's, you know, mm. you have mm. to have things done in days or hours. <laughs> you know, it's the rate of innovation is increasing so quickly that, you know, you have to do it away from those really large structured organizations to really start to get momentum and progress. Mm. Otherwise, you're. You're waiting for people to sign off on stuff, you just have to sometimes just go to Bunnings and, you know, yeah. grab a plank of wood and do it yourself, or, you know, it's, yeah, it's yeah. just one of those things you got to just send it. I assume you work full-time with ElectroNoid. Pretty much, know, so, yeah, yeah. yeah. Pretty, pretty well full-time, even though hours don't really have, you know, there's no traditional amount of hours in a startup. you know, yeah, yeah. sometimes yeah, you're there till midnight, other times, you know, you're there for seven days a week instead of five, you know, it's just, mm. yeah, it's a version of uh, Full time, version okay. time. Cool. Yeah, loving every minute of it. I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, no, a lot, a lot of, work, a lot of good work to do with a great team, and really trying to just now run with it, and you know, develop amazing technology and form great partnerships, and you know, continue to make the world excited and deliver, you know, a sustainable technology that exceeds what is out there. Because mm. at the end of the day. You don't want a future that's boring because you had to choose something that was better for the environment. You'd rather have something that is better for the environment that's more exciting than what's out there. Yeah, yeah. sure. That's what we're doing is we're saying the is exciting. It doesn't have to be, you know... Just efficiency doesn't mean boring. The efficiency yeah, just means. means you're doing something in a better way. Like, that's yeah. it.
1: So if you're watching this podcast now and you're interested in testing out this wave flyer Valair, and you want to learn more about your company. What would be the steps you recommend someone
2: to do? Yeah, so I guess the easiest way is to reach out to us on um, our website, yeah. probably which is electronotic com dot Where um, just send us an email. Um, we're probably going to have one of our vessels, or if not two of them, operating this summer locally in Perth. Just yeah. getting commercial sort of testing, just about t- testing it with different people, and you know, getting some really good feedback from just customers in general. So. Mm-hmm yeah just email us you know see where we're at follow us on social media because we're you know we're on an exciting journey and we're you know always excited to share the feedback you give us and you know try and adapt to it and you know answer any questions that aren't known and yeah we're, we're, we're always going to you know try and continually make things that are just crazy and we want as many people to follow along the journey as possible because the journey's you know so open to so many awesome things
1: like, I can't believe you've been working on it for five or so years now. And is that pretty much how long?
2: Yeah, it's just been, oh, well, I've been at uni and it's just been, you know, one or two days a week. But yeah, yeah, pretty much just a, a nice little side project. We've all been realistically a, the year, but, you know, the existence has been around for four years. Yeah. But yeah, really hard for a year. But yeah, four years since the kind of first taste into the whole um, realm of this automation of a small boat and, you know, mm. making something that is, you know. Never before been seen, and you know does things you never thought could be possible.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, it's awesome to see how far you guys have come, yeah. and I'm excited to see where it goes in the future because it's going to be pretty exciting.
2: No, very exciting Yeah, excited to see where you guys will be in a year as well. We'll have to have this conversation again, and hopefully a podcast from the boat would be pretty good. Yeah, awesome. <laughs> I
1: reckon that's the maybe that could be the next foil <laughs> in the boat. One-on-one chat sounds good. Hundred percent.
0: We'll get that done. Awesome, right, that. legend, Josh. Thanks so much for coming on The full Project. Thanks guys for watching and we'll uh, see you in the next one. See Cheers. you in the next episode. Cheers.